Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Show by joined by Joe Parsons from the Athletic, covering the Panthers and the NFC South. Our rivals of I eighty five. How you doing there, Joe? What's going on? Oh man, no much. I was in your in your city last night with the Hawks, man. Glad the Hornets won because we must lose games here. Atlanta gets a good draft pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's, uh, it's funny. I, I I keep up with the Hornets a little bit, uh, but but. You know, I was interested today that that the Falcons signed Bruce Irvin. That is a guy 
I know he obviously has the Atlanta connection, and he, he played for Dan Quinn in Seattle. But he is a guy I thought the Panthers really could use. Their pass rush has been struggling. Uh, they've got one guy who's done very well in Mario Addison. But other than that, Julius Peppers hasn't done a whole lot this year at age 38. I thought Bruce Irvin would look real good. I, I know the Panthers definitely uh, had a lot of conversations about him. But uh, so not only did they not get him, he goes to a division rival. So uh, that was a tough break for the Carolina Panthers. And Joe, that's how the fans here felt when you guys signed Eric, Eric Reed. Because when Neil went <laughs> down, Allen went down, and Williams signed Eric Reed, he was like, "Really? He went to Carolina, and we could have had him too." So that's kind of how we felt when we yo guy got, got, got Eric Reed. So I know how, we, I guess we're even there with Bruce Irvin and Eric Reed. We're even, I guess, to a degree. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you're, you're right. I remember getting uh, having a lot of Falcons fans show up on my timeline back about two months ago when the Panthers signed Reed. Uh, and, you know, it's it's interesting. I think clearly the move today by the Falcons uh, is showing their fan base and the rest of the NFL that, that they have not, you know, that, that they may, behind, may be behind the Panthers and Saints right now, but there's a lot of football left to be played, a lot of division games where you can make up ground very quickly. And uh, and the and the Saints, too. I mean, look, uh, that already explosive offense uh, going out and getting Des Bryant. Uh, I, I, another move that's sort of like win now. Any All these teams kind of jockeying for position is, is to see if they can make that one move, that one signing to kind of push them over the hump. Now, Joe, when training camp this year, did you see this, did you see his team being at this point of year having six wins and two losses? Was that something that you saw coming, or are you used to thinking more of our four and four maybe coming out of camp this year? You know, honestly, when I did all my preseason picks and 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 did you know shows like yours back in August, I told people that I thought this Panthers team was a lot like last season. I, I you know, they they. They added a few pieces here or there, but it was really, for the most part, you, you know, it was really the same personnel as last year when they were an 11-5 team, when they were a wild card team, just they couldn't get past the Saints. I mean, they lost, <coughs> excuse me, they lost three games to the to New Orleans last year, including the, the playoff game down at the uh, Superdome. The one big difference to me has been the arrival of North Turner as offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. He has reinvigorated Cam Newton. He has uh, kind of put a charge into this offense, uh, getting the, the young playmakers they have, the football, talking about Christian McCaffrey, of course. But but more than that, the two guys that they, that they did not do much last year, one guy they didn't have was first-round pick D.J. Moore, and then the other guy was – last year's second round pick Curtis Samuel and he spent most of his rookie year hurt last year but Norv has found ways uh with and, and Cam as well to get those guys the ball not necessarily throwing away downfield either I mean they're doing reverses some screens some real innovative play calling here through the first half of the season and how those receivers develop on the North Turner, like Samuel there and DJ Moore and Funches getting better as well. How are those guys developing in your mind under the tools of North Turner and his staff? Well, it's interesting when the when the Panthers came down to Atlanta in week two, Samuel was still uh, 
sidelined with a uh, – he, he'd had a little procedure to uh, correct an, an irregular heartbeat. And, and, they, and they really weren't playing D.J. more much early in the year. Now, he did have a touchdown that game against the Falcons, but it might have been his only touch of the game, quite frankly. And Panther fans were kind of like, what's going on here? Because they saw Calvin Ridley touching the ball and running all over the field for the Falcons. And this was the guy – you remember the Panthers and Falcons took uh, Moore and Ridley in back-to-back picks kind of late in that first round. Mm-hmm, this year. Sure so, did. It did take some time. I, I think North Turner was kind of – for one thing, I think he was kind of getting his feet back under him after having been retired for a season or a season and a half. And, uh, and, and I think D.J. Moore – well, I already told you Samuel was was sidelined, and but DJ Moore I think was was trying to get the offense down. You know, there's a lot of moving pieces to to North Turner's offense, but man, it's uh, it's looked pretty good here in recent weeks. You know, Thomas Davis said the other day that this is the most talented team uh, he's ever seen. And did you agree with his assessment? Because I mean, I said. I mean, I, I do some talent on this roster they went to the Super Bowl with as well, but he's saying the most talented team he's ever seen. Yeah, you know what? I, he was responding to a question because Cam, uh, Cam Newton had said uh, earlier that day, this was just yesterday, he had said he did not think it was the most talented team. And the point, and the point Cam was making is he thought that their chemistry was terrific. And, and it has been, and it helps when you're winning. You know that. But – I think then a couple of reporters went to Thomas Davis and said, hey, Cam thinks, you know, this is not necessarily the most talented team, but you guys are winning and, and that kind of line of questioning. And Davis said, eh, I disagree. And he said, I do think it's the most talented. I don't know. I mean, that team had Josh Norman, who despite how well these young corners are playing, at that time, I think Norman was at a little different level than these guys are now. Uh, that team had Ted Ginn, who was still in his prime before he, you know, he's kind of gotten hurt of late with New Orleans. I think, you know, I, I think Ted Ginn at, at, at that point was probably an upgrade over Torrey Smith, who sort of plays that same position for the Panthers. Defensively, you know, maybe uh, at least in the front seven, maybe a wash because it's a lot of the same guys, except they do have Julius Peppers. But it's an interesting debate, and certainly the 2018 Panthers hope that folks are having this debate, you know, the first week of February. Now, Joe, I want to ask you this now. What I went into the sign of Eric Reed, I know a lot of teams passed on him, but what exactly went down with, with David Tepper and Ron Rivera and those guys to bring him in and actually sign him? And how's his response to being locally to him being, a, being, a, being on the team now? Well, you know, this was not a move that ever would have been made under former owner Jerry Richardson, who was a very staunch, kind of conservative, old-line, old-school kind of owner, grew up, grew up in the South was not terribly open-minded. You know, it, it, some, some things he was, but but not when it came to he, – he didn't want to have any kind of signings or anything, uh, additions to his team that would have been what he viewed a distraction. So it absolutely, to me, when this happened six, seven weeks ago, was signaled the real arrival of David Tepper as an NFL owner and a different kind of owner for the Carolina Panthers. I mean, 
he has just he, he's he's willing to to be a little bit more open to players uh beliefs uh kind of their interests and uh you know it's still a hot button topic i if if i tweet something about um eric reed and you know or if i put a picture out of him kneeling during the anthem i've got half of the responses being very supportive and good for you and glad you're bringing uh, a light to this issue and then a bunch of people are you know saying derogatory things and and tweeting uh not very nice messages so it's uh that's kind of where things are i mean reed has has played well uh but he's you know you know him he's very adamant in his message he, he's not going to waver for anybody not at all. um and 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 you have to you know you have to respect uh, you know, his determination or his his resolution, his resolve, I should say, on this issue that, that he he sees uh, he he sees what he says you know hundreds of years of systemic oppression, and he's not, and he's not going to stand for that national anthem. And uh, Joe, let me ask you this: real last thing I got before we get out of here today, Joe, is this: uh, the Panthers play at Pittsburgh tomorrow. Then you got the second half season coming up here. They think the Panthers will probably end up being the five seed in the NFC most likely. Uh, probably playing the Redskins in that divisional wild card weekend and maybe can make a run there and hopefully avoid the Saints. <laughs> they can make a little run. Is that what you've seen so far in your crystal ball going forward? Well, you know, I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to concede this division yet. I I, I think the Panthers. I don't know if they're any better handled, uh, better equipped to handle the Saints' speed uh, defensively as a Panthers defense. I mean, than they were last year. But you know, I think this is going to come down to the end of December again. The Panthers' schedule very interesting, and, and they all kind of fall this way. I know the Falcons do too, but the Panthers finish uh, Week 16 home to the Saints. Uh, excuse me, Week 15 home to the Saints. Week 16, the Falcons come here. Week 17, the Panthers go to New Orleans. I mean, you know, they, they can't be like two games behind at that point. You know, they, they have to at least be within a game in New Orleans to give themselves a chance. And uh, like I said, I think this is definitely a playoff team. Whether they end up being a wild card or division title, end of December will uh, will dictate that for and, and for all these teams. Yes, indeed. Well, Joe, good to get you on the show again, man. Talk some Panthers football with you. I, I like covering you. Get your guys to come to y'all city. It's a great time to come to. And I hope look forward to coming there on the twenty third of December, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on. Take care. I saw. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, 
Xbox Music, Blacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech, Anthony Wimpley Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Nikki, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are so sure All the stars are so sure Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me you could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at clicks. Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's clicks. Sports Bar, Memphis.